Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Dogs Don't Cook, written by Katherine Alexander. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come Celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Struggles of a War Hero Recovering from PTSD Thomas Hatchfield, who prefers to be called Hatch, is an artist derailed by the Vietnam War. Beginning with crayons as a child, he honed his love for drawing as an art major in college and during a semester of study in Rome. Twenty-seven years after discharge, with a gut injury and a purple heart, Hatch still wanders Seattle's Pioneer Square. With an air of snarky hostility, he drinks away his talent, having long ago traded his paintbrushes and pens for Ripple and Thunderbird. At least he has his invisible dog Bud, always trotting beside him, always willing to listen, even willing to talk. Hatch faces a DUI and attends court-ordered AA meetings, one night he stops at a nearby Seattle diner owned by Rosa, a Puerto Rican earth mother who hires him as a kitchen prep. Rosa inspires Hatch to renew his love of drawing. As he claws his way to sobriety one brush stroke at a time, Hatch must come to terms with ghosts from the war, a fellow ex-marine's failings, and the truth about his dog. And now for your listening pleasure. An excerpt from Dogs Don't Cook. Hatch opens one eye. He's been sleeping over an hour. Tries to remember where he is, while three gulls squabble over a pizza crust. But I'm thirsty. Let's take a walk. They pass Fantasy Ladies and Zodiac Map Shop before catching the free Metro bus. Hatch gets off near Rose's Diner, wondering what he's doing. Then he sees it, a large window with Rose's Puerto Rican Diner painted across it. Through a spot where the steam has parted on the window, Hatch peers in. The place seems empty. Hardly aware of getting up and pushing the door open, he's hunched like the world weighs him down. His chest is tight, his stomach hollow. Pride is replaced by hunger and need for a drink. He moves across the tiled floor, keeping his face down. At the counter, a soft voice asks, Can I help you, sir? Um, I thought I'd see some people I met earlier, but it doesn't look like it. Who are you looking for? Oh, just some folks I met. Oh, really? says Rosa, sliding a cup towards him at the counter. Sit down. I'll pour you some hot coffee. Hatch pulls off his scarf and holds the steaming cup with both hands. He stares down into it with hooded eyes. As he slurps, his forehead and the cup meet halfway. The AA folks from the Friendship House left right before you came in. Was it them that you were looking for? Nah. They come in every Monday night. 
That's nice. By the way, what's your name? Hatch shrugs his shoulders. Rosa steps back from the counter, her hand holding her big stomach under her apron. Her hair, black and braided, hangs like a bell rope to her waist. How about a piece of pie? He's hungry, but... Lemon meringue? She suggests. Hatch nods and wipes his mouth with his napkin. Rosa sets a large piece in front of him with a fork. Hatch picks up the fork, but it falls from his hands. He feels tremors coming on. Oh, for the solace of a drink. Here, Rosa offers. Try these. He takes a spoon from Rosa and scoops out most of the meringue, then puts down the spoon, grabs the rest of the pie in his fingers, and shoves it into his mouth. Rosa brings another piece. Hatch eats it steadily with a fork, washing it down with a coffee refill. Thanks. Tastes real good. Rosa watches him. Long, straight eyelashes speckled with meringue. Such a contrast to his haggard face, broken veins, and pallid skin. His fingers are long and slender. His nails, though dirty, have long beds and smooth cuticles. You have nice hands. Staring into his cup, Hatch is taken aback, then mumbles softly. That's the first kind thing anybody's said to me in a long time. He draws his hands away from the counter, takes the napkin from his lap, and wipes his mouth. He takes out another from the dispenser and presses it hard over his eyes. He replaces it with another, and another. A grown man, a marine, crying. I better shove off, he says. He pulls out a dollar and two quarters. Rosa pushes the money away. You're my guest. You pay next time. No, take it. Next time. He slowly stands up to leave. Okay, thanks. Can I ask you something? Shoot. How come you're so kind? Oh, I don't know. Your hands remind me of someone who's an artist. What's your name, mister? He hesitates. Just call me Hatch. This here's my dog, Bud. He points at the floor. Rosa pauses, looks down, then back up at Hatch. Nice to meet you, and Bud. She rubs her pregnant belly. Bye, Bud. Take care, Hatch. She goes to the window as Hatch cowers from the spitting rain. He's cradling something under his coat. Of course, the dog. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from Dogs Don't Cook. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.